0: Hey everybody, this is Clover Chat, brought to you by the University of Minnesota Extension and the Minnesota 4-H State Ambassadors. We have started this podcast to showcase all the great things 4-H has to offer. Our podcast will include stories from Minnesota 4-H members, information about 4-H opportunities, and we will also hear from some 4-H experts. Welcome to the University of Minnesota Extension 4-H Podcast, Clover Chat. This is Episode 6 of Season 3, and I am State Ambassador Megan from Monoka County. I'm also joined by...
1: Evelyn Otto from Wright County.
0: Today on the podcast, I have some very special guests joining me. They are currently here at Yellow, and they're participating in a podcast workshop. I have Xavier, Lincoln, and Dino with me. On today's episode of the Clover Chat, we are going to be discussing the topic of what the youth at yellow do in 4-h and their unique project areas yellow stands for youth exploring leadership and learning opportunities i'm going to pass it over to evelyn to start with our first question
1: all right so my first question today is for dino and that is how are you involved in 4-h and what projects do you do
2: well I go I'm part of a club which I, my mom founded like only a couple years ago so it's pretty small and so I go we do like a monthly meetings and we I go to those um projects that I do I really like woodworking a lot that's definitely a project that I do
1: I have a follow up question for you and that is what is your favorite thing that you have ever done in 4H
2: my favorite thing ever done with 4-H is I built a three really nice three-legged stool once with my grandpa. That was really fun.
1: Very cool. All
0: right, Dino, my second question for you is following off what Evelyn asked in what you do in 4-H, what are some of the like super unique projects that you think nobody else has maybe done or only a few people have done in 4-H?
2: I don't know. I don't know how unique it is, but like I said, woodworking. I made my first year. I made a cutting board for one. My second year, I made a beanbag toss, which I worked on. I made a really nice step stool actually, and then I did a I like legged stool, like I said earlier. Um, another project that I do is I do cooking actually. Um, some of the stuff that maybe then I've done a lot of argentinian food because that's where my dad's from so i've done things like empanadas or milanesas which are empanadas kind of like um a puff pastry with the different meats and cheese inside and then an empanada is just a form of breaded chicken
0: that's awesome um what, like, other uh, things have you done with, like, maybe the foods category? Do you just do, like, the the cooking or do you teach anyone else about, like, how to do it? Or did you bring any projects to, like, the county fair, anything like that?
2: i brought in projects to the county fair. I don't really teach anyone, but I mainly just do it with myself and with the help of my mom sometimes.
1: That's awesome. Thank you. So I'm actually going to ask my next question for Xavier and I'm just going to ask you the same question that I asked Dino which is uh how are you involved in 4H and what project areas do you do?
3: Honestly, uh I'm not really involved in 4H. I mean, I go to the club meetings uh and I go to the camps and I enter stuff in the county fair. In fact, I've gone to the state fair one time. Uh but other than that, yeah, I don't really do much cuz I live in a town, so showing animals is pretty hard. Well, you said you didn't do much, but you just told me that you go to the fair, you go to the state fair
1: and that seems like a lot to me. So, what's your favorite project area that you that you've uh, participated in?
3: Um, uh, favorite one was probably Actually, I don't I don't know what it's called. So, I'm not going to do that one. Uh creative writing. Uh that was the one. Uh, that I entered one that I've been working on, and I was able to get to the state fair with that. Uh, even even though we were already going, so I didn't actually have to go. I could have chose not to, but you know, still a fun activity.
1: So you you mentioned creative writing. Um, what was your story about?
3: Ah, uh, it was a Star Wars story. Uh, essentially, I was placing it. Uh, as far into the future as possible of the main story events, so I could have much more creative freedom, and I did not have to stick to the new uh, canon. Uh, Well, even though technically it wouldn't even fall into the real canon because I was using a lot of stuff that wasn't canon. Uh, Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Would you say that you are interested in Star Wars, or it's one of the things you like to spend looking at and doing in your
3: free time? Uh that among military aviation, yeah.
0: Very cool. Um like Dino, I asked some of his maybe special projects he does in um 4 H. Xavier, what are um some of your special projects or some unique things that um you do? Well
3: I think the most special project I've done was probably uh somehow it didn't get to the state fair. I don't know how. Um, but I entered a uh, RC plane uh that we had outfitted with um like a working airsoft gun system. Uh we were trying to get it as accurate as well, I was as trying to get it as accurate to possible to scale. Yeah, it also had a working bomb drop feature, so I think that's pretty cool. That's
0: awesome. And did you display that at, like, your county fair, or um, where did you bring that project?
3: Uh, It was the county fair.
0: Very cool. And now we're going to take a short commercial break. There are many different opportunities in 4-H. Some fun opportunities are your region's blue and teal, yellow, arts in, youth camps, and even your county and state fairs. You could enter static projects, volunteer, livestock projects, or even just being part of a club.
1: All right, so our third and final guest is Lincoln. Um, what or how are you involved in 4-H and what project areas do you do?
4: So uh, I remember getting involved in 4-H by going to a meeting once because my mom told me it'd be fun. I was a child and so I went to the meeting. And then after I went to the meeting, um, uh, my brothers went, got joined and then we kept going to the meeting. And after we, we moved, and then we moved to Wright County. And so I started going there. And that was my first time actually exhibiting something at the fair. After that, like, uh, so just like everyday camps and things. A lot of, I mean, I've been to like the state fair residential camp and I'm at this yellow camp. And like the one residence camp that I go to often that they. Yeah, so that's how I've been involved.
0: Awesome. Um, just like how I asked the other people that are joined uh, us on the podcast, what is something that you think is like super unique that you've done that you can tell us all about in 4-H?
4: In 4-H, super unique.
0: So the State Fair is a must-have. Can you share with us like a specific project that is like really unique or a specific like camp that you went to? Something along those lines?
4: So, something unique, like a project. I made a battle bot with my friends because we saw the BattleBot TV show. Wow, a BattleBot. They destroy each other. Let's build a BattleBot. We ended up building a BattleBot out of, like, BattleBot parts. we we'll to bring to the fair, and it's probably one of the most unique things I've ever built because I've never seen anybody build a BattleBot and then bring it to the state fair. So, yeah.
0: And now we have our second commercial break.
3: Why is 4-H an amazing opportunity? 4-H is a fun, hands-on experience. There are a lot of different opportunities to enjoy with old and new friends, such as camps, showing animals, static projects, such as engineering, sewing, foods, engineering, and many more projects to show.
0: I also really liked your mention earlier of how you kind of got involved in 4H. So I'm curious to know how Dino and Xavier got involved. So, can you each share with me how you kind of got involved into 4H? Dino, you want to go first? am
2: oh, I got how I got involved in 4H was my mom did 4H for like most of her childhood. She lived in Wisconsin, rural Wisconsin, on a farm for most of her life. She moved here when to go to college, and then she's lived here ever since. And there wasn't a 4-H club in our area, so she just decided to start one. And since my mom was the leader, I just kind of ended up going.
0: That's awesome. That's a really cool story. Kind of like just uh making something new and um making it happen. Uh, Xavier, what about you?
3: Uh, mainly because my mom told me to, um, but uh, also because I saw a project someone entered. Uh, they made a model plane. I was like, "Well, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, bet you I can uh, do it better. Uh, so for the past, uh, I honestly have no idea how long I've been in my 4-H club, but I've always ended up entering uh, some form of um, RC plane, praying the guy to get to state. Never have.
0: Hey, there's always room for the future, though. You can still um maybe achieve that goal of getting to the state fair with that. Lane. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Evelyn.
1: These three are part of one of our workshops here at Yellow, where um, the youth are learning how to uh, create a podcast and put it together and then record one.
0: Yeah, and they've also done a variety of different workshops that the state ambassadors have led, um, workshops that have taught them about themselves, about what it's like to be a part of a team, um, enhancing some different leadership styles as well as some fun ones in there too some creativeness to really bring out what they think uh, 4-H is all about and how they can really make the most of their 4-H experience so they've got to learn a lot overall um I also want to ask what is one thing you have enjoyed doing at yellow probably
3: probably like after we eat because you can kind of just walk around you know explore a little bit Hanging out with your friends, yes,
0: and I think Yellow is a great spot for like for Hrs across the state to really meet friends because anyone around the all regions of state can come together. So I'm glad that you making some new friends and had some time to develop on those um, relationships. Uh, what about the other two? Something that you've enjoyed doing at Yellow?
4: Learn how to be a better leader by um doing different group projects. And picking out different objects to survive on an island.
1: All right. Okay. And then Dino, I believe, still has to go.
2: I have enjoyed access to the pretty much the all you can eat buffet that they have at the lunchroom. Just like I can go and get as much food as I want. So I've enjoyed that.
1: And we're only about halfway through Yellow, and so I'm just going to ask a follow-up question, and that is, what are you looking forward to? So we still have a couple more workshops today and then some deep dives, a little bit more learning, but um, I'll have each of you guys share just one more thing that you're really excited about for the next like day or so, or what you're really looking forward to.
3: Uh, probably the next workshop I have, which is engineering. So, you know, maybe I can make something up.
2: Awesome. I, what I'm looking forward to in yellow is lunch.
4: All right, what well, I'm looking forward to probably be, like, I'm not sure about the engineering thing. It might be fun. or might be some, like, targeted skill lesson. It's
0: also... There's a dance tonight and a banquet, so that's something to maybe look forward to. Um, and we also have like a whole bunch of other workshops that these youth are participating in today, as well as they get to do some type of fun activity around Bemidji, because um, that's where Yellow is held this year. So some are going to the Headwaters Science Center and others are going mini golfing. So I guess those are some fun things to look forward to as well. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Dino, and he is going to wrap us up here.
2: So, On today's podcast, we discussed what we like to do in 4-H and some of our unique projects.
4: We also shared with you our
1: experiences at Yellow. Remember, this podcast is brought to you by the number four, the letter H, and the color green. Thank you for
0: tuning into this episode of the Clover Chat, and we hope to see you next time. What happens when you talk to cows? What? It goes in one ear and out the other. Ha, ha 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 ha. How do farmers count their cows? How? A calculator. Ha 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 ha. Why do bees have sticky hair? Why? Because they use honeycombs. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Minnesota 4 and then lowercase h.
1: 4-H is a youth development program of the University of Minnesota Extension. It is available for youth in kindergarten through one year after high school. 4-Hers participate in hands-on learning experiences in STEM, leadership and civic engagement, animal science, creative arts, and much more. To learn more about Minnesota 4-H, visit z.umn.edu 4-H.